We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are glad to welcome to the show Jaden Fisher Watson from the News and Observer in North Carolina. Jaden, I, I I saw as I was kind of looking you up and and you know checking things out a little bit. It looks like you kind of hit the ground running on this uh, NC State beat. Just got in got in there just in time for the season to start, huh? How's it going? It's a lot. Um, <laughs> I so I started the interview process a while ago. Um, but because of just like corporate stuff and, and, you know, all of the bureaucratic stuff, like above the newsroom, it took a lot longer to get in than, right. you know, we'd wanted. Um, and then by the time it finally happened, I was like, well, I have, I don't know, two weeks left on my lease and I really don't <laughs> know that I can get packed up in two weeks. Um, and so I was like, well, I guess we could do a three month lease and kind of just like leave a few weeks before that's up. Um, obviously, you know, I've posted about it, but my sister got married in August and she came up to Denver for the Taylor Swift concert. So I was like, I guess I could somehow, I, I was like, I guess I could leave my husband in Colorado <laughs> and he could pack up the house. Although based on our moving experience, that would not have been a good idea. Yeah. Um, so thankfully they were like, well, we've waited already. So, you know, let's just push it out. And it was fine. But yeah, it was definitely just a, well, there you go. <laughs> Your husband made the trip though. He's with you in North he, Carolina. He is alive. Okay. And well. Good news. Good news. Well, uh, your season got started, what, last Thursday, I guess. Yeah. North Carolina State season got started last Thursday, your first game there on that beat. They opened against UConn. Yeah. Um, what maybe were some of the biggest things or the biggest thing that, that you were hoping to learn about that team coming in and out of that game? I think I just wanted to see where they – where they were strong and where they were weak. I feel like this is a team that people have talked about for a long time. It's um, it's a state school, one of the flagship universities in North Carolina. And so they may not be in a conversation for a national championship, 
but you know whether they're a top 25 team that's that's something I you know you kind of hear about a lot regardless um and so I was like well we'll see how they do. They, they were supposed to be super great last year. Um, even covering the FCS, I was like, I was hearing stuff. Um, and I think we all knew how the season ended, you know, it was, I'm sure they would say it was disappointing. You know, it wasn't a bad season, but it wasn't a great season. Um, and so they're like, well, we, we lost all these guys, but we brought new ones in. And so for me being new, I was like, are they living up to some of the expectations? And to be fair, those expectations are lower this year, at least externally. But I was like, who who are these guys? You know, who are who are the stars? You know, did they play like stars? You know, and who are some of these younger guys who are supposed to step up? And do they step up? So it was really a big picture thing for me. That's interesting. You say the the expectations are lower because I think when we sort of look at this matchup from this side, especially you've got Brennan Armstrong. Notre Dame was supposed Notre Dame played Virginia a couple of years ago. Armstrong missed that game due to injury, and like that was like that was the big question going into that game. What was Brennan Armstrong going to play, or wasn't he? Because he felt like a game changing type guy and he's paired up with Robert and I who of course was his offensive coordinator out there at at Virginia so when when you look at those two especially like how how important do you see that pairing of those two being together in this offense this year I think it is important especially when you have a, a senior QB with someone he's comfortable with and he's had success with um, obviously the system is going to be different, but Dave Doran has kind of let Robert and I do his thing, kind of implement things how he wants. There's not a ton of micromanaging. And from game one, I liked how they let Brennan Armstrong just kind of play through some scenarios, you know, not, not everything was scripted. And I think that's important because when you get into some of these games you may think oh this is exactly how Notre Dame is going to play you know this is what their game plan is sometimes it's totally different and having having someone who can think on on his feet and having a coordinator who can make adjustments or trust trust the players to make said adjustments is important and I was impressed personally to see Armstrong kind of get his way out of out of tricky situations there were there were a couple of plays where I was like oh this dude is definitely getting sacked um <laughs> but but he was able to scramble out and either get a first down or you know positive yardage and I think that's important we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us, which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. And with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. They ran for over 200 yards in that UConn game, and he had almost half of it. He had, what, like 94, 95 yards, I think, rushing yeah. in, the, in, in that game and a couple of touchdowns as well is he i mean is he pretty much the 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 running game for north carolina state at least coming out of one game coming out of game one yes i know they have uh, they have some guys who in theory should be able to back him up but at least in that specific situation he was he was their guy and i don't know I don't know yet because it's so early and because I'm so so new to watching them in depth I don't I don't know that there's necessarily a weakness at running back as much as I think he's just so versatile and so dynamic that sometimes it just makes sense for him to just take off instead of trying to find someone else Marcus Free, you, you you talked about the running backs there. Marcus Freeman was really complimentary on Monday of North Carolina State's receivers. And you look at their passing game in that game, it didn't look like it was very downfield. It was like 9.1 yards per reception was the average that they had in that game. So how would you describe what you saw from that passing game? What did you think of what you saw? I was a little disappointed as my initial reaction 
mostly because everyone hyped up the Anai Armstrong passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think there's room for them to be great, but I also think there's a little bit in terms of what they have in the receiver room. I think there might not be as much depth and experience as people maybe want or expected. Um, I'm trying to find the depth chart for this week because I saw it and now I can't even remember. Um, But like, Casey Concepcion, he's a true freshman. Um, right. He played pretty well against UConn. But when you are relying on some underclassmen, there there are going to be mistakes. There are going to be guys who just haven't played in some of the big moments yet. And I think we're, we've yet to see kind of where their potential is. I was when I look when I looked I, I saw part of that game Thursday and then I you look at the final score twenty four to fourteen and I've got it recorded I've still got to kind of go back this week and kind of watch some more but it was a little closer I think than most people would especially when you look at again like that Anai Armstrong and kind of hearing what we've heard of this North Carolina State offense versus UConn which was better last year but is still. UConn football. What, what what did you think? Was 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 the end result closer than, than you thought it was probably going to be? Truthfully, no, because okay. I I well, okay, I am coming from <laughs> I am coming from the big sky where if you know, there's there's not a lot of scoring in general. So that's like what I've been accustomed <laughs> to for 4 years. Um so I I honestly was like Oh yeah, like 20, 30 something to 10, 15. I'm like that that totally seems normal even with the hype around the offense. Um and because I knew that they'd lost so many guys on the defensive side, uh I wasn't fully confident that they'd be able to just completely run over Yukon and and have the offense take over. And I was right on in that respect. So I'm not surprised and I I don't know if that again I think maybe that might have been just my personal experiences um because I didn't go into it thinking oh yeah this is totally gonna be like a 40 50 point game well you mentioned their defense they were a pretty good defensive team last year but they did lose some guys as you mentioned and they were look like up and down a bit in pass coverage against the Huskies especially as you look at this matchup with Notre Dame, where you've got Sam Hartman, who's granted against lesser competition, but still throwing the ball all over the place. He's got receivers and weapons all over the place. That, that is, if, if you're North Carolina State, how concerned are you about that this weekend? I don't – I actually thought they were okay in the pass rush. It was the run game that was the bigger problem. Um there were more, I think there was more blown coverage on the ground um, than reverse because they gave up the 71 yard rushing touchdown. Um, my cat wants to go outside. Apologies. <laughs> um, and I mean, you have defenders going after him, but half of them are falling on their faces and can't, can't remotely keep up. Um, and that was on one play. 
So you had a couple instances of that. And truthfully, I think that's going to be the bigger test than the passing game. I think they are capable of it. Um, and it's just settling in. I think they, they were a little, a little jittery, a little bit all over the place on the first drive, but I think if they're locked in and, and they don't come into this game with a bunch of hype that they should be okay. And they should be able to keep things at least under control. They had a safety Rakeem Ashford who uh, was injured in last week's game. What's, what's his status as of right now? He's great. Um, okay. You know, he will play football again. He, he may only be out a week. Um, it looked really scary. Uh, but he passed all of the tests. They kept him in the hospital overnight. He flew home um, the day after. He was actually on my flight um, back here. And, you know, I could see him moving his head, moving his body, you know, fine motor skills seem to be intact. So Dave Doran said he's not certain on the recovery time, but it could be as little as one week. They're just kind of day-to-day thing. What about uh, Savion Jackson, the defensive end? He missed last week's game. He's he's on the depth chart, and they said that they're hoping to have him back for Saturday. So right. we shall see. Your guess is as good as mine, truthfully. <laughs> is, is this it, – it's pretty rare that, that Notre Dame comes to NC State. It's been a few years since Notre Dame has been out there. Is this, is pretty, is this pretty highly anticipated in that area? From what I can tell, yes. People are not super happy that it's a noon kick, which I get it. But I'm also coming from Oklahoma that has 11 a.m. kicks till, you know, kingdom come. So I'm like, noon, y'all got a whole extra hour. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, it sounds like people are excited. Um, It's the home opener. I really... I really think it'll be a fun environment. I think the Irish are going to have fun regardless of the outcome. Um, it'll, I think it'll be a good college football uh, Saturday. You touched on Dave Doran a little bit. This is season number 11. He's a pretty highly respected guy, I think. They've been to, what, eight bowl games in his, in his 11 years out there. So you know, by North Carolina State standards, I think, He's been fairly successful from from what you have gathered in your relatively brief amount of time out there. Are 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 folks like you mentioned expectations? What are the expectations for this year slash going forward for Dave Doran, a guy who's been there for a while? But you know, have they have they kind of hit their ceiling? I guess under Dave Doran, I don't know that they've hit their ceiling or not. I. I will be the first one to say that I don't know enough to say whether or not they have. However, there are people who are not particularly pleased. Um, they want 10, 11 win season. They want want to be in the national conversation for a playoff spot, especially once, you know, with all the – with all the expansion talk and everything, you know, it's, it's a, it would be a big deal. Um, and I think until they get to that point, there are going to be people who aren't happy because they've had a lot of pretty good seasons, but not 
great seasons. Right. And there is also a fly around here. So <laughs> sorry, future viewers. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know, you know, and I'll, I'll admit that because I'd like to think that they've got more in the tank, but some people around here are not convinced. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Well, it's got to be tough, I, I think, just where they are right now, considering you've got Mac Brown and Drake, you know, all this stuff going on, uh, obviously not very far away at their biggest rival at North Carolina. And Duke was better last year and Mike Elko's first year. So really, like, it seems like that kind of uh, has the potential to sort of, you know, they did beat North Carolina last year, but it still kind of jacks up, I, I think, the the expectations for everyone when you've got all three of okay. those programs doing fairly well at the same time. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, people, people look at North Carolina and think, okay, well, why, why isn't state state there too? Like, it's a it's a very similar dynamic to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I think sure. in terms of the 
big brother stepbrother kind of yeah and the and the the fan mindset within the program i don't get that vibe so much but outside there's definitely this comparison um and it's i don't know it's kind of weird it it really is kind of weird to me um but i don't know again i mean i'm i'm coming from a team that has had two winning seasons since it joined D1 in 2006 um, and won six games over the last two seasons. So, like, an 8-5 and five season sounds amazing to me. <laughs> um, it's all perspective, that, right? <laughs> that That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It seems pretty good. You know, we're also talking to you just a few days after the Cal, Stanford, SMU stuff the vote went through and they're obviously going to be joining next year. So I'm curious being in the, the heart of ACC country, what's, what's been sort of the immediate response to that? Is anybody excited about it at all? I think people might say they're excited in terms of like university leadership. Are they actually excited I don't know. Because all of the fan talk I've heard is very negative. Um, I personally don't understand it. I think it would have been better to wait. Um, like, listen, I know the Pac-12 has completely crumbled and, and it's a shell of itself now. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. But not sorry. You're adding Cal and Stanford for one and then SMU for two. Like, it just doesn't make logistical sense for any of them. Right. And so that's something that's been pointed out over and over again was I don't know that the money is worth it. I don't know, especially for smaller sports. How are we going to actually make this work? Football, yeah. yes. Dave Doran said today, he's like, honestly, it's not a big deal to me. We'll go out there maybe, you know, once every other year. That's all fine and good, but you're really telling me like the volleyball team, the soccer ball team, soccer ball, <laughs> soccer teams, um, like they're they're gonna make those trips regularly, and on the flip side, like Cal and Stanford and SMU are gonna make those trips out here all the time. I don't know that that's some that's some hard stuff. I agree. I think a lot of people agree with that, but it it's been punched through and. You know, as as we know, apparently Notre Dame was kind of leading that charge to punch it through. So I guess we'll see where it goes. No, no, I wash my hands of the situation. It's a, it's way above my pay grade. Yep. I'm just here. A lot of long flights to and from. That's I think everybody sees that coming. Jaden Fisher Watson from the News and Observer covering North Carolina State. You can read her stuff there. Newsandobserver.com. If I remember right, does that sound right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. We appreciate your time. Have a great time out there. Hopefully, you know, the last time Notre Dame was out there, it was hurricane weather. I don't think we're going to get that this weekend. I think it's going to be really, really hot. All right. We'll take really, really hot over pouring down (laughs) hurricane rain. Thanks again. We appreciate your time. Absolutely.